0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. What do you make of the deal that was announced at government last night? Is it fair? And will the public buy in and help achieve those goals? What impact is it going to have on you, particularly if you're a farmer? um, Do you think you're doing enough or could you be doing more as a sector? Let's speak to the president of the Irish Farmers Association first of all, Tim And Tim, good morning.
1: Jonathan, good morning.
0: On a top-line assessment... Farmers are getting away lightly
1: i look I wouldn't agree with that at all, Jonathan and you know you were mentioning the other sectors there, and you know farmers are householders and and all the other sectors affect farmers as well, but look, just dealing with farming and look I think people are confused and and very concerned, and obviously my members are very concerned as well because you know there was a roadmap map set out for farmers and um, initiated by Chagas and uh, farmers are on that roadmap. Map. They have adopted the measures that were proposed at the time, and and they're doing that. And uh, furthermore, you know those proposals by Minister Ryan to adopt further new measures in the last number of weeks, we've been looking at that. But this is very very challenging. And what I'm talking about here is, you know, to help to reduce emissions further. Uh, farmers are, are being asked to adopt an, a system called anaerobic digestion, you know, which is converting animal manures and grasses into uh, renewable energy and, and fertilizer as well, and uh, establishing a system of putting solar panels on the farm buildings. And look, we accept this, and why I, is, I was is, is
0: it possible to do all of all of that and not reduce the herd and still get 25 percent? That yeah, sounds yeah, aspirational yeah. to me.
1: Well, look, the the, the point I was coming to, we've been asked to do this, but the, the clear question now is, you know, if we do all of this, the reduction in emissions is not coming to our sector. It's going to other sectors. And I have a huge concern around that. And the other point around this was, Uh, Both ministers were talking about that there would be funding around this to get this industry up and running. And, you know, we haven't seen that last night. So I am very concerned around that. And look, I don't accept that farmers aren't striving and working very, very hard to do their part or play their part in reducing emissions. And we all know the, the strive here is Overall, to reduce the emissions by fifty-one percent by twenty thirty, okay. and there's no point in you know we need to be realistic, Jonathan. This is a huge challenge, a massive challenge for our farmers, a massive challenge for other sectors. And well, I have no, to say, we've no choice we're, but, but we're, to we're do the only this. sector, Jonathan, that is, is is doing this, is working on this as we speak.
0: Well, that's not necessarily true. You've got the commercial sector working through, you've got energy working through, trying the best they can to come up with different solutions. We're talking about eight years' time, we're not talking about next year. Tim, I'll come back to you in just a minute. Uh, Cara Gustenberg is Professor of Environmental Policy at UCD and a member of the Climate Advisory Council. What do you make of the 25% uh, reduction that's been proposed for farming, Cara?
2: Well, first of all, Jonathan, I'm relieved that there is finally a deal because we know that the EPA has said greenhouse gas emissions are going up. We're a third of the way into our first carbon budget, and we've already spent at least a quarter of our pollution, essentially, that we can spend in that time. So we urgently need to stop talking about where we want to be in 2030 and actually focus on delivering the actions that we need to get there and that we need to get in time for the, to achieve this first carbon budget in 2025. So, um, you know, I'm glad there's a deal. I'm not exactly happy with the deal that's there. And I think that that also resonates with the agricultural sector. So usually the sign of a good compromise is that both parties aren't that happy. However, the science, the climate science and the atmosphere really doesn't care about compromise. So the Climate Advisory Council has found that this particular budget doesn't align with the 51 percent emissions reduction commitment that is set forth in the legislation. In fact, it only reduces emissions by 47 percent and it doesn't include land use. So there is There is a need to go back and revise the targets upward and to continually monitor them to make sure we're achieving them. And that includes within the agricultural sector.
0: Well, if you say that they have to be revised upwards, how quickly will that have to happen?
2: Well, immediately, because we have a five-year carbon budget that we're already quite a ways into. And it looks like, you know, the train has left the station, but it's moving very, very slowly. And we're not going to get to our destination on time unless we really, really speed up. So there is a new climate action plan coming out in autumn, and that will need to show more progress in achieving this 51% emissions reductions, which is part of our legislation.
0: So in other words, are you saying that the deal struck last night's already dead?
2: The deal needs revision and that is something that has been set forth by the Climate Change Advisory Council already in a press release that they issued last night.
0: Now, Tim Cullenan, just back to you on that. Uh, I, mean, I I hate uh, to, to water down a deal that's just after being agreed at Cabinet. And this is basically just the government talking to themselves before they even talk to the likes of you. Um, if it has to be revised upwards, that's not going to sit well with you and the farmers who feel as if they were already carrying and, and sharing an unfair burden.
1: Look, uh, Jonathan, you know, we spoke to members of the government up and down the country over the last number of weeks, and they all accepted that this was a massive, massive. Currently, the 22% was a massive challenge for farmers. Now we've been asked to increase that to 25%. And I uh, don't you know, Carol is saying there that there's going to be a review of this again uh, at the back end of the year. I think we need, look, common sense needs to prevail there. We're all working on this, and you can't be going out to people and saying, right, we're at this point today, we're going to be at another point next week and change it again. I mean, we need credibility and we need stability here as well. And, you know, I think, Kara, look, you understand as well, you know, around the land use, that it's only now that Chagas have set out a roadmap and where they are assessing, with the pole Farm, assessing you know, the amount of carbon that is stored or been taken into soils, the amount of carbon that has been taken into hedgerows, and all of that has been removed from farmers because all that is counted at the moment is the carbon that farmers are producing are using to produce food. Any gains in uh, sequestering carbon or, or, or such are okay. not counted at the moment because the land use or Lulu CF has been separated out for now. Finally, so that's a Tim, huge can I, can, challenge can, for us.
0: I agree that, but can I just ask you finally if farmers are unhappy with the direction of travel here, what's the likelihood of protest? What's the likelihood of this escalating?
1: Look. Um, I want to be very clear here, Jonathan. As I said at the start, we are engaging in this process. We will be engaging in this process, but look, I have to speak to a lot of my members today and over the weekend because there is a lot of worry and concern on the ground. And I think it was earlier this week, and we, we just need to be careful here around food production and the availability of food as well. A large um, uh, process, or not a processor, uh, food outlet. Uh, made a comment during the week very concerned will we have enough of food by the end of the year and you know we have to keep a very close eye of what's happening in in the Ukraine as well and uh, a very difficult situation there as well and you know we have to ensure that there is a proper supply of food for people right around the world and we don't want another humanitarian crisis on our doorsteps before this winter is over.
0: Tim Cullenan, President of the Irish Farmers Association. Cara Gustenberg, Professor of Environmental Policy at UCD. Thank you very much for joining us in News Talk Breakfast. It's coming up on sixty minutes after seven. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman, in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.